Before I get into the episode, I have a resource I'd like to share with you. This episode is a part of my boundary setting series, and I have created a boundary setting workbook that contains all of the questions and information in this boundary setting series. And you can either print out the workbook to write in the answers to the questions, or you can fill it in on your computer, tablet, or phone. The best way to use this workbook is to follow along with these episodes and fill it out as you go along, but you can also go through it on your own if you prefer to do it that way. This is a complimentary resource that I'm offering, and you can download it by visiting my website at laurenlasallecoaching.com and going to the resources page. I hope you find it helpful. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I'm a licensed therapist, highly sensitive person, and HSP coach. This bi-weekly podcast is meant for highly sensitive people and their loved ones, as both experiences will be discussed. Thank you for joining me, and let's begin. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren, and today I wanted to talk a little bit more about setting boundaries as a highly sensitive person, specifically identifying your needs as an HSP. It may be helpful to listen to episode 7, Four Common Barriers to Setting Boundaries for HSPs, before listening to this episode, as this is the second episode in my Boundary Setting for HSPs series. In this episode, I talked about what can get in the way of setting boundaries, such as people-pleasing behaviors, putting other people's needs first at the expense of your own, feeling guilty about setting boundaries, and not wanting to upset or disappoint others. One of the first steps that I took to break this thought and behavior pattern was acknowledging that other people's needs are important, but they are not more important than my own. And this shift in thinking has been a huge game changer for me, and being able to acknowledge and listen to my needs and set boundaries has made a huge difference in how I feel. If you find that you are stuck in this pattern, I want you to know that your needs are important. You are allowed to put your needs first. It's not selfish, it's necessary for your health and happiness. It can be very difficult to identify your own needs when you are only focusing on the needs of others and how they may respond to you communicating your needs to them. It can often feel uncomfortable for HSPs to even start to identify their own needs because it can bring up feelings of discomfort and guilt, which makes sense if you have spent your whole life taking care of others and not focusing on yourself. And this is not necessarily a bad thing, and it is probably due, at least in part, to being an empathetic and caring person. However, it is important to be able to identify your own needs in order to feel like you have more control over your own life and to help you live in an authentic way. So I have three questions that you can ask yourself, and take time to journal about these if that's something that is helpful to you. I find that it can often be helpful to get your thoughts down on paper. It's more organized. You can refer back to it if you need to. So these questions are, what do I want? What makes me happy? What are my values? 
I'll have more questions for you to reflect on in a minute, but just focus on those three for now and pause the podcast if you would like to take a couple minutes right now to think about those questions. A few common examples of needs that tend to come up for highly sensitive people are needing downtime to decompress, saying no to something that is asked of them, and not being able to be available emotionally or otherwise whenever a certain person or certain people in their life need them. I have a few more questions that you can ask yourself to work through the process of identifying your need and setting your boundary, and feel free to write these down if you would like. I will make sure that I put all of these questions in the show notes so they are easy to access. So the first one, what is my need? How do I know this is a need? Number two, what boundary needs to be set to get this need met? and with whom? Number three, what might I say to set this boundary? Number four, acknowledge the benefit of setting the boundary. What might happen or how might I feel or respond to others if it's not met? So now I have an example to go through with these four questions to kind of give you an idea of how this process works. So question number one, What is my need? How do I know this is a need? So my example is I need more time to myself than I am currently getting. And I know this because I've noticed that I've been feeling more overwhelmed, tired, and irritable lately. Number two, what boundary needs to be set to get this need met and with whom? I need to bring this up with my family to let them know that I need some time to myself right after work. I need to make sure that I'm taking more frequent breaks at work throughout the day in order not to feel completely drained and overwhelmed by the end of the day. So I have two boundaries that need to be set in this case. The first one is with my family and the second one is with my work schedule. Number three, what might I say to set the boundary? So with the work schedule example, maybe that's something that I can do on my own and I don't need to go any further and I don't need to set this with somebody. For the example of my family, I could say, I've noticed that I feel very tired and overwhelmed after work and I'm going to go for a half hour walk by myself after work or I'm going to spend half an hour after work in my bedroom so that I can relax. I need to do this for myself so that I can really focus on our time spent together when I'm done. Number four, acknowledge the benefit of setting the boundary. What might happen or how might I feel or respond to others if it's not met? So if I don't set this boundary, I will probably keep feeling irritable, overwhelmed and tired, and I probably won't enjoy spending time with my family as much as I would if I had the chance to relax after work, and I might even feel resentment toward them. I need to set this boundary to take care of myself so that I can then take better care of my family and be more present with them when I spend time with them. I hope that example was helpful to help you kind of see how to walk through those questions, and I hope the episode has helped you reflect upon what your needs are and how to identify them. 
And if you feel like you could use one-to-one support when it comes to identifying your needs and setting boundaries, you can send me an email to set up a 15-minute complimentary connection meeting. And you can use this time to either learn more about my coaching program or to have a mini coaching session. If you have any ideas for episode topics, if you have any questions for me to answer on the podcast, or if you would like to write an email sharing your story for me to read on the podcast, you can email me at lauren at laurenlasallecoaching.com. You can find out more about my coaching program as well as resources and links to my social media by visiting my website at laurenlasallecoaching.com. There's also a link on my website to join my email list, and by doing so, you will receive a free resource from me called Five Self-Care Tips for Highly Sensitive People. Before I sign off, I will leave you with a quote. It's never overreacting to ask for what you want and need. Amy Poehler. <laughs>